How's it going? And welcome back to this episode of Market Saints. And we have big, big news. In the last couple of days, Microsoft just made its biggest acquisition in the entire history of the company. Now, if you haven't heard of it, Microsoft just acquired a company named Activision Blizzard for a very, very expensive price tag of $68.7 billion. Just to put that in perspective a little bit, the second biggest acquisition that Microsoft has ever undergone was LinkedIn for around 26 to $28 billion. So we're talking three times the size of that acquisition. And a $26 billion acquisition is by no means a small acquisition. That is a massive acquisition. But this has literally shocked the entire, not only stock market world, but also the entire gaming industry. And you may be thinking that you don't really care about gaming. So how does this really affect you? But this really does affect the future of gaming and not even the future of of solely gaming, but kind of the future of the entertainment and reality industry. So why do I say something like that? There's been a content war for a very long time. And I mean, you've probably heard it. It's like the day old debate of PlayStation versus Xbox. And if you're not much of a gamer, you may not be fully aware of this conversation. But basically how it goes is you have Xbox people and you have PlayStation people, people that prefer whichever console. Sony owns PlayStation and Microsoft has owned Xbox. So ever since the you know beginning of both of these consoles, they've gone head to head in competition as you know video game consoles. And each game always had their individual franchises. So each Xbox versus PlayStation had exclusive games that you could only get on that platform. So for example, Sony has all the Spider-Man video games, which are very famous. Another one like God of War. And Xbox has games like Halo, games that you can only get on Xbox. And most games, like Call of Duty that Activision and Blizzard created, were ubiquitous. You could use them on PlayStation, on Xbox, on PC, but that might change here. Now that you have Microsoft owning, who owns Xbox, buying this entire massive gaming franchise, we may see a really big power struggle in the entertainment industry where Microsoft can kind of choke out Sony and PlayStation because they own the rights to all of the very, very popular game franchises that everybody plays religiously. There's a new Call of Duty every year or two, call it, and everybody buys it every single time that it comes out. It's always, you know, for as much as people complain about it, it is always some of the biggest games worldwide that people still play whether they're playing it because they hate it or playing it whether they love it i know that sounds like an oxymoron but gamers are weird when it comes to this stuff but this is very very big news for the entertainment industry i mean the path to the metaverse runs through today's video game industry and this could really be this deal right here could be out could be one of the biggest defining deals for the entire next era of consumer technology And this isn't the first time that Microsoft tried to gather an online community, you know, in by buying by buying Xbox, I mean, they've already had Xbox, but by buying Activision Blizzard, they're trying to create exclusive gaming communities within Microsoft, because the first the first thing that comes to mind, at least for me, and I think for a lot of other people, when you think of Microsoft, is you think of software. You don't think of Microsoft as a communicative platform like you when you think of Meta, because they have Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. But that's a really good avenue for Microsoft to expand into. 
So what better way to do that than trying to buy these communication and entertainment-based platforms and developers that will allow them to create exclusive communities where they can garner that kind of entertainment communication base while also still having their software background and foundings. I mean, in the past, I didn't know this until I did a little bit of research, Microsoft actually tried to acquire some pretty big name companies in the past, like TikTok and like Discord. And if you don't know what Discord is, it's very popular in the gaming community as well. It's an online communication platform, kind of like Skype, but more towards uh, online communities rather than like one-on-one -on -one communication. And they've tried to acquire both of these companies in the last, you know, 10 years call it, although both of the deals did fall through. It's just another attempt of Microsoft trying to create this community that now Activision Blizzard may be able to give them, uh, you know, the leverage to finally do so. I remember earlier in the year when we've talked about Microsoft a bunch of times, it's impossible not to. They're one of the biggest companies in the world, but it's kind of boring to talk about because software is not the most interesting, although it is cutting edge and it's important and, you know, it's imperative to the operation of your computer and everything else. It's not flashy. It's not like Tesla going to space, reusable rockets, electric cars, but this is kind of giving Microsoft a little bit of a flash here where, you know, they're making a splash in the pond per se, a pretty big splash in the pond that is. And, you know, it's giving Microsoft another avenue to diversify their revenue because that was what we talked about before. We had the age old question back. There was a podcast episode that we literally named. I don't remember the name verbatim, but it was basically like, will these big companies call it Apple, Microsoft, Tesla take over the world? And we were saying, you know, maybe it gets to a point where these companies are too big uh, like for their own good, like they're going to get taken over by niche markets or, you know, there has to reach a point where these companies can't possibly diversify more than they already have. Right. And this may be proving us wrong. And you may say, well, you know, this isn't completely new to Microsoft, Microsoft's own Xbox. So they've been in the gaming industry before. Sure. You know, Microsoft has always had a foot in this kind of realm, but again, Xbox is even more technology software based. They just bought one of the biggest and most infamous gaming developing uh, franchise owning video game company. So I would say this is pretty new and cutting edge for Microsoft. And I think this is them potentially showing that there's yet another way that they can diversify their revenue, cut into a new stream and a new uh, market. And I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft tried to kind of create a semi-monopoly here of the most popular video game franchises and host them all under Microsoft. And then they're putting these other companies like Sony, for example, in a really, really bad position because Sony, for example, lost like 10% in their stock just the second that this news broke because this is bad news for PlayStation. And for two consoles that has always gone head to head, they've always been able to go blow for blow. If Xbox has one really popular exclusive you know, franchise game, PlayStation has one to match it. And then you always had the games that were in the middle that you could play on both Xbox and PlayStation. But this is now slowly not becoming the case. I mean, everybody knows Call of Duty, whether you hate it or whether you love it, whether you play it or whether you don't, you've heard of it, which at least shows how big of a deal this is. Because a lot of people associate Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, that entire gaming franchise with video games. That's their first thought. So I think this is a very valiant attempt here by Microsoft. I think it's very interesting. I kind of came out of nowhere. You know, I'm not reading the news every single day meticulously. So I don't know if there was a little bit of a 
rollout coming up to this where people were kind of expecting this to hit the market. But this completely blindsided me like it was absolutely massive news. So good on Microsoft, to be honest. This is a really great opportunity for them. And I think that even though they had to drop a lot of money, and I think it was an all-cash deal. I may be wrong, but I think it was all-cash, which is also absolutely freaking crazy. And um, I, I think this is going to pay massive dividends to Microsoft long-term. I think this is going to be potentially one of their biggest hits five, 10 years down the line where this was you know, a great decision to help create a future for this company and to help this company continue to grow somehow, somehow to be and stay at the top of being one of the biggest companies in the entire world. Now that we just kind of covered the industry aspect of this massive acquisition, how is this actually reflected in the stock price with some of these big gaming companies? Well, for Activision, it saw a massive jump, obviously. Usually the company getting acquired sees a massive jump of growth, especially when it's like a positive acquisition like Microsoft buying the company. Now, funny enough, before Activision had actually been acquired, they'd been having a pretty tough year. I mean, six months, they were down like 40% at its worst. The stock seems to trade usually and, you know, it hasn't been public for a very, very long time. But it seems usually that the stock trades around 90 to 100. And it had been down all the way as far as 50. And now the stock is trading around 82 currently. And in the last five days, it's seen 26% growth. In the last month, it's seen 33% growth. So, of course, a big chunk of that growth came right when the acquisition hit. That's not overly surprising. Although today it dipped a little bit, you know, nothing major, just normal trading. So I think the now that the news has broke, the stock has properly, you know, been settled in the market now that this big news broke and all of the, uh, you know, jumps in prices of selling and buying is kind of behind us, at least for now. Um, so Activision, maybe we'll see them slowly climb back up to their kind of old normal of trading around that 90 to 100 mark. But for now, they're up, you know, 33% in the last month. For Microsoft, it's been, you know, kind of uneventful. Uh, they're definitely up in the last day. You know, they went up around 2%, but they're kind of down in the last month, in the last five days, but down marginally, a couple of percentage points here and there. Microsoft is one of those very, very big companies that, you know, it, it's one that's not going to jump. It's not one that's not going to plummet. I mean, knock on wood in either direction, but it, the, the company seems to be very stable even with this massive acquisition. But I think that this acquisition, as I said before, will definitely directly contribute to Microsoft's stock price continuing to rise with time because it's just going to continue to up their market cap and, you know, gives them a much bigger market share as well in the gaming industry. And the biggest loser of all of this, at least so far, is, of course, Sony, who surprisingly hasn't lost as much as I maybe thought they would have. Uh, Sony's down around 11% on the last five days, which isn't terrible, all things considered. But this is kind of a big future thing for Sony. You know, I think we might see the stock fall a decent amount over time. It fell another 3% today alone. And I think that that trend may continue long term because as new big games come out and as these new things are developed, if PlayStation and Sony are kind of left in the dust or Sony has to scramble to kind of make their own franchises to rival Activision once again, which has such a you know historical dominance, the, the future of Sony and the future of PlayStation is up in the air, and it's very dependent on how Microsoft regulates their games 
under Blizzard and Activision. Maybe it becomes to a case where Sony has to pay Microsoft rights to be able to host their games on their platform, or maybe that's not the case. So I guess kind of time will tell in that kind of scenario, but this definitely spells bad news for Sony long-term, and I'm interested and excited to kind of see the direction of where all three of these companies go over time. But this has been a short episode here. I kind of just wanted to get out the news about Microsoft acquiring Activision because this is one of those big, even though it happened at the beginning of 2022, we'll be sitting here at the end of 2022, and I guarantee you this will be one of the biggest acquisitions, uh, especially news-wise, that will hit throughout the entire year, throughout the entire fiscal year. But yeah, it's been a good episode. I'm happy to be back in the studio And I think I'll probably make another episode maybe next week about NFTs. It's something that I've been telling myself I'll do for a while. It's something that, you know, I'm kind of on the fence about talking about, but I think it's something interesting to at least mention and entertain. So I'll definitely uh, look into doing that probably next week. But thank you guys for listening and hope you're all doing well. And uh, I'll talk to you and hear from you guys next week.